and I we're know. on the air. I will talk to the group chat or something. I w- yeah, start with your D and D group chat and go from there. Ooh, that was not the group chat I was thinking of, but that's a good oh, idea. Why would you not start with that group chat? I actually have a bunch of different group chats from college oh, that I could go check in. Ew. <laughs> I mean, I I kind of agree with that sentiment sometimes. No, start, one of the group chats. The group chat. One of the group chats that I was in was 90% of the group chat was one person texting into the group chat to tell the neighbors to turn the music down. Yeah. And Oh, you mean from your dorm? Yeah. Oh. And also... Don't start with that. One. So, like, that was about half of the 90%, and then the other half were people being like, hey, I forgot my key, can you let me in? Yeah. Dope. So, which would be really fun when I went to work... And then I didn't have internet, so then I'd get home, and it would go off like 60 times. I hate group chats. I hate group chats a lot. But Now I, we're on the subject of group chats. I don't want to leave any of the group chats, because... We should introduce this group chat. This group chat mostly consists of me and Joshua, and we talk about our problems, and this oh, is the podcast. Oh, right. I didn't even... <laughs> and I... No, it's a smooth transi- transition. That's anyway, true. we move from there. Did you introduce both of us? Do you say our names? I said me and Joshua, yeah. So what's your name? Uh, it's classified. Classified. Redacted by no, the No, what's that? Isn't that... What is, what's his name? Uh, in the Penguins of Madagascar movie, that one, where it was just like, what's your name? It's classified. Well, classified. You <laughs> <laughs> just think that that's his name. It's like, no, my name is classified, not is classified, or whatever he says. We're they saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> They got Benedict Cumberbatch to play that character, which I thought was an interesting casting choice. But we digress. I've never met a husky that is British, so... Have you met a husky? Yeah, several times. I've met a few in my lifetime. Okay, I just wanted to clarify for context. But none of them have ever looked at me and go, Hello, governor! You know, so... That's not at all how he talks, but it's how I think that British people talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stereotypes. Anyway. Stereotypes. <laughs> so. Um, Which, this is how they think we talk, so. That's. This is how we talk. We talk exactly how whatever British people picture us talking But like. do we? I, I don't know. Yes. Do we? We do. Um, so, I think you texted me to remind say, you to talk about we something. We say iconic American things like, throw another shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> Okay, there are two... That's just not... Would, I know. That's, you took so long. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. That I'm, joke I'm, was ruined. We're a little slow tonight. Ew. I think it was made better by the fact that <laughs> it was funny and people in the outside will get it. No. And then they will get to won't. laugh a second time at the people fact that won't. I didn't. Oh gosh, no. People won't get so it. So you said something about... Oh my gosh, we texted so much. We have two loyal listeners, apparently. I was informed today. I... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I knew that, kind of. Cool, yeah. So when were you going to tell me, Joshua? I was actually <laughs> going to tell you next episode, I think. Next episode? Hmm. I was you waiting. I didn't want to know that information? I on? told them, mm-hmm. if we're talking, this is really funny, if we're not talking <laughs> about the same person, I told them to tell me when they got caught up, because when you are caught up and watching it or listening to it weekly... That's when you're a loyal listener. Yeah, well, he told me today at work that he was caught, caught up. up so okay, apparently. so then 
He didn't tell me, so okay. shame on him. Oh, well, let's not hold it against him. I know. But me so, and Justin were talking today at work. What It'd be, like, really cool if songs, like, just, like, regular songs, uh, were remixed to have, like, really cool beat drops. As <laughs> in, like, like, remixes? Yeah. Um, but, like... <clears throat> That's the whole concept of a remix. This like, is not know, a novel concept. No, 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 no. I mean, like... Do not play music on the podcast to get us to. demonetized. I'm not going to. But, I mean, like, you know the, uh, you know the, 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 um... Uh, shoot, I'm totally blanking on the name. You know, the Demon Slayer thingy, the opening theme that I have a remix yeah. to, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's like stuff like that. If you could make like just regular songs, like one of the ones that me and Justin were talking about was like, uh, uh, whatever the name of the song is. I don't know. It's the Give Me the Beat Boys and Free My Soul. That one. I want to get lost in the rock and roll and drift away. I mean, like, that sounds familiar. How but do you I, not know I, that song, Josh? Sounds familiar, but I don't. You're not an American, are you? You're, I'm not an American. You're freaking, I'm British. You're a freaking We know this. Spy. I'm English. You're a freaking Canadian, British Canadian spy. I can't do From either. Canada. I can't really do either one of those axes, so <laughs> we're going to leave it at that. Um, I mean, I can... But... I, where's my British accent? I did find some other cool remixes of songs that I didn't know were things, like, uh, I, is this is This is like my slightly more formal voice, but I don't know if this is a British accent. It's close. It's very close. It's but that's that Russian, like, so sure. now we're now we're it diverting is, into Russian. Pretty, it is pretty close, no? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is good British accent. <laughs> you think you think this passes is very you know, thick. native? <laughs> it is, yeah, it is old English speak. <laughs> now, now I'm just picturing a bit of a like. A spy a who's just switching accents. <laughs> a spy who's been on too many um, jobs and like doesn't remember has too what? many personas, so that now he's just like completely caught up. He's like, wait, who am I? This is I'm George. Wait, what is my name? Uh, oh gosh. And even worse, he's like fifty years old and he's got early onset like. Dementia. All, dementia or something like that so he keeps forgetting who he is oh, and he no. thinks he's other people but they're actually his other aliases Poor that he's been George or whatever his name is anyway yeah. <laughs> his name is classified <laughs> it's classified but so, it's actually classified and it's called it's pronounced classified I okay the best sketch name the other day I heard was I oh my gosh I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it it's Killed, killed of divorcee, mm-hmm. uh, or like killed the divorcee, or something like that. Yeah. But it's spelled child of divorce, <laughs> <laughs> and like because it was like oh, it was this no. it was in this sketch that I was watching, and they, so they shield. they put they put her name up on the screen, and then it, and you're like oh because it's obviously says child, child of, of divorce, divorce like all as one word, yeah. and she's like. Killed of Divorcee or something oh, like that. So it's like, cool. oh, that's a very cool pronunciation for something that's very obviously not that. <laughs> yeah. And then I was kind of, th- then I was like, thinking like, what other words could you mispronounce to make like cool, fancy sounding last names? <laughs> yeah. Well, like uh, I was watching a Smitty video and they were playing this Call of Duty game and uh, 
he he walks over to this it's just like the borders of the map and it's just this old rickety uh fence and there's like this ring of barbed wire on the top of it Mm -hmm. um and so he (laughs) for whatever reason smitty got into his head about like barbed wire or whatever and he was like punching the barbed wire and he's just like they call me barbed wire and then he's just like dude what if there was somebody named barb Ed Wire. <laughs> like, that's your name. Uh, and then he went like, into this it would be like bit. Barb Dwyer. Yeah. Barb Ed Dwyer. No, there's no Ed. It's just Barb know, but his middle Dwyer. Name, but his middle name is Ed. Barb E. Dwyer. His name is... His middle name is Is it a Edward. guy? Barb, to me, is a female name. The voice he was doing implied that it was a man, but I guess it could be a woman, sure. I was going to say Barb Dwyer. Barb Ed Dwyer. Yeah. Um, but he goes by Edward, his middle name. Okay. Because he's embarrassed. It's like the guy named, the boy named Sue. Remember that? Do you know that song? No. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. It's a country song. And it talks about, anyway, there's this guy and his dad names him Sue. And then he has his whole dad complex, and he, like, beats up anybody who, like, makes fun of him or whatever. Oh. And then there's whole thing. I wasn't really paying attention to the song. I just figured you would know the song because, you know, you have 5,000-some-odd-like songs. <laughs> but apparently no. none of them are any good. So hey, this is where we're at. I mean, not all of them are good. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. Yep. But and a lot of them are good. But I also haven't heard a lot of music. Yep. That's true. We're trying to get to 10,000, so. Ew. Um, Gotta find a lot more new songs. So. Steven's been getting me into K-pop a little bit more. Ew. No. But Stop. like a res- like a Stop. tasteful amount of no. K-pop. No. Yeah. There is no such thing as tasteful. You are either all in. No, I am not all in. Or you're not. That's how K-pop people also, work. Also, I think some of it is, that's... It is. See, I think that's a misconception. I think, I think it, no. there is mm. the expectation that that's how it has to be, mm-hmm. and I, I am here to break down those Don't you dare. stereotypes. Get off, get off your soapbox right now. <laughs> I will kick you. I will Trojan horse kick you. That's not a thing, but you know what I mean. I will be a Trojan stallion from olden days, like a, le- a legitimate horse, and I will kick you in your throat so hard and get you off that pedestal. But do you know what I watched? There was the other some day? point that I was going to with that whole song. Thing. I don't think so. Okay, so what would you? Okay, so like, what would be a good song? I'll just ask this for you. Oh no! What would be a good song that you like that you like that you think would be really cool with like a remixed beat drop into it? Some some song that like, and preferably a song that having a beat drop in wouldn't make sense okay. that's that's what i'm going okay. for see that was not clear from the beginning. yeah that's what, i that's thought you what just meant like we should remix music no, 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 and no, i'm no, like no. do you know what half of my music is no 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 <laughs> like i listen to a lot of remixes i was more saying I enjoy i was saying we should remix songs strategically specifically ones that don't make a lot of sense or that it wouldn't okay. make sense to i'm have. shuffle pl- or not shuffle playing but i am mm. scrolling down randomly that's not see. shuffle playing at all. But I'm just shuffling to get random songs here so that maybe I can get an example. Oh, look at that. Cyberpunk 2017. Wow, so random. I missed that one, actually. Yeah? I don't think Did I got that far. Did you have to scroll, far. like, at least 30 seconds to get there? Oh, 
in one scroll i didn't even pass it yep um <laughs> you're an I, addict josh anyway you're I, a harry wizard i don't know because half of these songs are remixes so i'm like scrolling through my stuff yeah going no like, look for i yeah what but no 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 so basically anything that's not tropical house already josh oh boy yeah so i know that's um, half of your music i mean no anything by dodi dodi yeah who's dodi she's like an indie musician okay. she's british so you would hate her okay um but oh. most of most of her stuff is like i listen to british people i feel like ed sheeran's not a wait is he british yeah no no he's not wait he's he's is he irish i have no idea i think I was, he's british I think he's though. british though yeah Ed Sheeran's not bad. Yeah. Anyway, but she like has some stuff. Um, oh, and the guy who plays Watson in Sherlock Holmes, I like that guy. He also plays the guy in Black Panther. He's the white guy in the Black Panther. Okay. <laughs> Didn't realize how like accurate that description is because he's like one of the only white guys yeah. in Black Panther. But um. Um. The good white guy, not the bad guy. White you guy. Are the you are you talking guy. now? Now defending like you do like some British people? Is that what you're doing? Is yeah, it? I'm not saying I don't like somebody because they're British. I find British culture annoying. Anyway, I also I, I will just mention that I did kind of try to reverse psychology you into that. Well, no, mm-hmm. no, you didn't. <laughs> anyway, no, you said. Because this person is British, I wouldn't like her. Yeah. I don't believe that. I might that. not like her as a person, but like... I don't believe that. I what just is said her, that what to is see hers? what you would do. Okay, whatever. Anyway. You can't... Sure. You could say that after the fact. I'll mm-hmm. let you... I'll let you just mm-hmm. think that that's a moral victory for you, Josh. We'll move on. Uh, anyway. So, <laughs> the answer is no. I don't have uh, songs that are like well, that. Well, that is boring. Yeah. Also, okay, can we just, <laughs> the fact that you're like, after you something else happens, oh, I'd like to say I'd called that. Well, because okay. you can't, you can't okay. call it so how am I supposed, it happened. How am I supposed to call it beforehand? You can't. Not in a one-on-one situation. No, you can't call it beforehand. Or do something <sighs> a magician does. Seal it in an envelope. Seal a prediction in an envelope. And then be like, okay, you said that? And then... Okay. Or have you ever seen Fine. that? Have you ever seen the um the sketch? I really don't care. You have seen the sketch because it's Studio C, but really where they're don't care. where they're making the bets on the conversations about all the different things that people would do, and then like Whitney turns out to be in on it or whatever, and yeah, then wins, yeah. It's like that, but that only works if you've preset things. Otherwise, you're not calling it. Or you're yeah, not we've preset it. that if we te- that if if someone tells you to like something, you won't like it. And if someone tells you to, mm-hmm. to like to not like something, you will not necessarily like it, but you will open to the idea. You'll be open to the idea, which is what I was doing. Okay, that makes more sense. See, that's which is a long-standing thing, and you'll notice that okay. I actually try to do that a lot. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Because that's, that's I am a nice person, but I do enjoy manipulating people. Right. As long as you can understand that it is manipulation. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm not trying to hurt anyone, so okay. it's not like. But that is different. It's from not what like you truly evil manipulation. Okay. 
that makes more sense now that you've explained it i will say yeah before i was confused which is why it's can't call something that you it's kind of reverse i wouldn't say it's full-on reverse psychology but it it kind of is it is because we're i'm saying the opposite you know like the program instead of instead of saying oh i think you would like her because then immediately you are inclined to say mm, no yeah so i do the opposite yeah to try to get that now the catch is yeah. when i have to reverse that you re- when once you catch on and uh-huh. you reverse psychology my reverse psychology and then yep. you have to figure out if i already know that you're going to do that yep mhm which I probably won't because yeah. I'm just too lazy to do. So, <laughs> so. Uh, what I'm hearing is I hold all the cards Whatever. here. Whatever. You think that, don't you? Yeah. Because here's the biggest card that I hold. Do I actually like the things that I like? Because Does anyone me, like knowing anything? Me, knowing me, you know I can flip my opinion on a dime, but somehow still debate my reasoning for it and and still validate my opinion even though yeah because you're just an arguer exactly so do i like actually you will like argue and do i actually die. like anything so then with that knowledge do i actually like anything i guess not so where is your victory, so you heard it Josh? here folks where is your victory jacob here? doesn't like anything or anyone that's not i said anything <laughs> first of all now you're putting words on my mouth <laughs> That's just rude. <laughs> you don't know where those words have been, and you're just shoving them into my mouth, and I don't like it. I do not consent. This is unconsensual. That is illegal. Anyway. I'm feeling very spiteful tonight. Can you, you tell? Yep. Do you know why? Because my sister locked my car. <laughs> With, why? Which one? The four-year-old. She just locked my car because she wanted to. Because she wanted to. I literally, like, fortunately, my keys weren't in it. How'd she lock it? She just pushed the button, probably. She went out to your car and pushed the button to lock it, and then walked back into the house and then closed the doors. No, she stayed outside. Oh. Anyway, and here's how I know because when I was carrying the stuff for the podcast out Uh to your car, the car. The back door was locked, and I was like, oh, dang it. Maybe, because, you know, sometimes I lock my doors, and only the driver's side is unlocked, because that's the only one that I use. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I went over and tried to open that one, and it was also locked. And, you know, like, I have that one of those security... Well, did you yell at her? Ow. Sorry. And I'm... Because I'm just in my driveway, and and I just was like, why is my car locked? And Ellie, in the distance, I don't even know where she is. Actually, she was in the garden, but she's out of sight. And in the distance, I hear her go... I did it. <laughs> so the thing is, at least so she just at least she's like the the thing is, at least uh, she confesses to the things she does. But she still does them. <laughs> I was the opposite way. I would never confess to things because I was like, bro, if you can't prove anything, and we all go down with the ship. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, so- that might be that might be. Here's the thing: sometimes. But that did come back to bite me because then when I didn't do something, my mom just figured that I did. Yeah. And then that that really sucked. And I was like, great. Um, so like whenever my sister makes a mess of the bathroom or uh, mm-hmm. uh, leaves dishes or whatever, I'll get yelled at first. And I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, honestly. <laughs> um, See, reputation, so it back, man. It does backfire on me all the time. Yeah. Anyway. 
So, but she just does, like, she just does things. I'm really ready to move out, and then I can feel safe again. Because she goes into my room occasionally when I'm not home, and no one ever watches her, and so... Yeah, because she's a freaking independent four-year-old. So, she just goes into my room and does things like hides my PS4 remote Can you from not me. lock your room or something? No! There's no lock on the door. I've definitely thought about taking my parents' door off and swapping it with mine <laughs> so that I can have the locking door. <laughs> oh, Hold so on. Funny. Hold the phones. Yeah. They're going to be gone for nine days. Yeah, switch it. You, Joshua, do the work and switch the doors. Do it. Okay. I dare you. However, this podcast cannot be used as evidence for any incriminating evidence or it any actually, kind of court case. It actually can. I know. This is all your, this is admission. I admit a, to nothing. Actually, actually, because you haven't committed it the, yet. It, but it's theoretical. Yeah, but this is what they call premeditation. Yeah. That's where this comes in. So you premeditated the, which makes me an accomplice. Oh, crap. You're welcome. Um, so <laughs> this is premeditated. Which means you're swap. in it anyway, so you might as well come help me. No, I'm not going to help you with this. Let's see how many people I can I'm take down with me. I'm already guilty by association. Let's I'm see how many people I can further. take down with me. Oh, and also, just keep this in mind. If your parents come to me and ask, like, oh, did he do this? I'll be like, 100%, I'll flip on you in a minute. I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> totally did. I'll do a plea bargain. Yeah, I want to be, I want to do, I want to do 60, 60 days in jail and then probation, baby. Lock that, lock that other guy up for 16 years. That's, that's, that's how you do it, dude. You flip immediately. That's how you get it. <laughs> That's how I win, and you will probably get nothing happen to you because you you know you probably just have not to an switch the door crime. back exactly. But and no, ironically, it would be the perfect opportunity. You have nine days to swap yeah. the door. You and just I have to make sure that Stephen doesn't know or doesn't see doesn't you do care it. that too. Yeah, which is very like it, that's that's not going to be that hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I could do that. Our doors do open the same way. Yep. They are swappable. They're probably the same dimensions and everything, so. Well, yeah, all the doors in our in our house exactly. are exactly the same. So there you go. Why are we even talking about this anymore? Unfortunately, by the time that they get back, they'll be like, okay, now you need to put it back. And then I would have had the locking door for all the days that I didn't need the locking door. <laughs> yeah, but dude, you're thinking small, small game. I'm wanting to know how long it actually takes your parents to realize it. That's actually a good point. Because do your parents use the lock all the time? Not always. So then why would they notice right away? What if... Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of what other doors in our house lock. Uh-huh. It's literally the bathroom door and their door. Well, then just take the bathroom door. But everyone locks the bathroom door. So why? that would be... Our entire family locks the bathroom door. Why? Including Ellie, if she gets it into her mind. Why? That's just who we are. I... Okay. I we, guess okay, this we is were a good not, PSA. We, we were not allowed so you, to lock the bathroom door yeah. for a really, really long time. Uh-huh. But then, like, once I was a teenager, I was like, no, you guys don't get to walk in on me while I'm in the bathroom. So I started locking the door. And then everyone else followed Okay, suit. does everybody do this? What do is you mean, like everybody? Thing? Like, everybody. Like, in the world? Yeah. I think a lot of people lock the door when they I go to the bathroom. I do not lock the door. I mean, but... Why would I lock the door? If it's closed, my family doesn't go in it. Like, See, that's not how my family operates. 
If it's closed and the light is My on. My family will literally open the door when it's locked. My what? family will pick the lock Why? to open the door. To get it, like, if, if they need something in the bathroom. You have a horrible family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, no. like, I don't think no. we're the but... anomaly here. Like, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, like, in general. Oh my gosh, no It's way. nice to have no the locking door. Way. Yeah. That is crazy. Right. I mean, my right my parents. I'm actually trying to think. How many people do this? I don't know. Holy cow! This is blowing my, my parents, mind right now. My parents don't. It shouldn't be, but it is. See, my parents don't lock their bathroom door when they well, like when they go in or shower or go to the bathroom or whatever. But they also have two door like their bathroom is two different rooms. Yeah, and, the, and of, only the first one has a speaking has of a locking not door. locking the bathroom door at in your parents' bathroom. Uh, <laughs> This is okay. the weirdest segue. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> I can't remember what it was for, but we had a bunch of people over at your house and we were all playing hide and seek. Do you remember this at all? I mean, I have played hide and seek in my house. No, 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 no. But with times. me and like other people. But with you and other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I mean, Maybe. like, everybody was in on it. Like, I mean, like, all the kids were in on it. Not the parents. I don't remember when this would have been, but vaguely... I don't know when it was I'm either. vaguely getting memories. But, dude, I remember because I hid in your parents' shower. Mm-hmm. And then either you or somebody else hid in your guys' main shower. Because that's where I was going to go. But mm-hmm. then somebody else hid there. So then I went to the other shower. So... <laughs> oh, and so... I am, like, being, like, ultra stealthy, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, because the, the curtains were already shut yeah. when I got in there. So, I was like, oh, this is perfect. So, it's not going to look, like, inconspicuous. Oh, so, no. I'm straddling the freaking tub to not I'm, be in the in Why the would tub. you straddle it? I mean, like, there's um, a little bit of water at the bottom. Like, but yeah, it's and not I was like... wearing socks, so I didn't okay. want to take that chance. That's so, true. the point is, point is... <laughs> I hear somebody walk in, and I'm like, oh, no. Because I'm thinking it's whoever is the seeker, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> then your mom's voice. <laughs> As she goes, is anybody hiding in here? <laughs> was she there to use the bathroom? It was so, yeah. Yeah. It was so awkward. But... Here's the thing. At least she knew we were playing hide and seek, and so she asked. Like, what if she had just gone in and just gone to the bathroom? Haunts my memory to this day. The what ifs, bro? Because that would have been something. Because once, okay. Because like, if she didn't notice, she better not ever notice. Like ever in her the rest of her life. Like Mm -hmm. that is something that I would take to my grave. Yeah. If that was a situation that I was in, one time when I was. Like, I, I want to say it was back when I was at least still in college. Maybe. Like, I'm talking, this is a while ago. Yeah. Um, But <laughs> I just remember that because I'm, apparently she had already checked the other bathroom or she was trying to use the other bathroom before, but then there was somebody in that one. Oh. So then that's why she checked. Because I remember she made like some sort of comment after the game or whatever. And, I was, and then she was like, yeah, apparently everybody's hiding in our bathrooms today. That's <laughs> good to know or whatever <laughs> but i was like there's nowhere else for me to hide in your yeah. house everything is too small I yeah can't. i'm a big dude i'm not gonna fit into a dryer like not anymore i used to i actually did that once when i was a my kid. siblings showed 
Ellie that they could fit in the dryer, which was absolutely smart. the worst thing that they could smart. do. We actually... <laughs> we now have to keep her out of the dryer. <laughs> we, When my sister had this cat, uh, oh, no. we named her Allie. Um, her name was Allie Cat. Um, <laughs> that was her actual name. I'm not making that up. I, I um, believe you. So she you liked, were children. She liked to hang out in our dirty laundry. In our specifically our towels, um, for whatever reason. Um, so one day, I can't remember why or how this cat just got it in her head, but we are um, switching laundry. So keep in mind, these towels are wet, mm-hmm. right? They're just coming out of the washer. And I can't remember if it was me or somebody else who was changing the, 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 the laundry or whatever, but... They loaded the towels into the dryer, shut the door, started the thing, and it did it. It was doing its thing, and like, not even like a couple minutes later, we're hearing some weird sound coming from <laughs> oh, inside, <no. laughs> inside the dryer, which sounds something like this. It goes, and <laughs> <laughs> so we open the door. <laughs> we open the door somehow. During the transit, I thought it was magic because during the transition of the clothes from the washer to the dryer, that cat timed it to where when the person wasn't looking, it jumped into the dryer and then to like go with the towels <laughs> and then the then more towels came and were thrown on top of the cat while we weren't looking, just thrown on top of the cat, then... In goes the dryer sheet, shuts the door, starts the process. <laughs> then that cat got done like a spin cycle for at least almost two minutes before it started making noises like of like, <laughs> like, and we're hearing like some weird shape oh, no. thumping around in there. So we pull that cat out and it is just like, <laughs> like it's like it's going to fall over. It looked, I, we thought it was going to like, we thought we were going to like give it a concussion and like it was oh, going to die. I'm, yeah, I would, thought it would, I would think it would die. Like, no, but there was enough clothes in it. there. Yeah, there was enough clothes in there. I mean, it if it's towels, soon it's enough, kind of padding. So it, ha- it happened oh, soon gosh. enough. So we pulled this cat out and it never went near the clothes again. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, And then she oh. died like six years later or something like that <laughs> and then she died the next day just i'm sure it's not connected but <laughs> from radiation poisoning or something like that it's weird uh, she oh, lost no. all of her hair and her kidneys failed i don't know why um <laughs> she suffered third degree burns but honestly and, she know, got lucky like that could did. have been so bad because for well, and if no reason, one had been home yeah or it was like, during a time where there was enough people home and it was in our old house i think um, that the laundry room uh, was close enough to the like here, like our living rooms out here, and our laundry rooms like clear back here, and there's yeah. no way you can hear whatever's going on in there. Um, so it was yeah. it was a fortunate timing that we could hear the and that would have been the worst of a way cat. to go slowly cooked to death and spun into and oblivion. S- yeah, like you're. S- you're sick to your stomach and dizzy as you're on fire. Yeah. That's the way I want to go. Nope. <laughs> no uh, literal worst way to die. Yeah. No, worst way to die is how they used to cook people alive inside of bronze bowls back in the old and like Greek Roman days. They would literally put people inside of a casted 
bronze bull, and, like a bull, like the animal, the bull oh. like with the horns. Yeah, I knew you weren't there with it, and I was I mean, realizing way, that bull I... and bull both sound the same. When either I way, it. it's bad. <laughs> yeah. So then they're put into this fully enclosed animal. So they suffocate, and then they light a fire underneath it, and they bake, basically cook them alive. No, there's airways. They usually leave the nostril like of the bowl oh, open so that you could you could breathe air, but it would just be you'd be cooking alive. Because think about it, you're trying to stay away from the heat, so you would want to try to put, like stay off the ground. But then the sides will get warm at some point, and then you're just burning yourself. And then at some point, you're gonna faint from the heat exhaustion, and then you're just gonna sizzle on the bottom. I would just want to like knock my. I would just bang my head, just knock myself out. <laughs> no, that's not not even gonna help you in this situation, Josh. What I want to know is why they didn't like rock themselves back and forth to cause momentum. Maybe that would help. But the point is, you're still inside of a fully yeah enclosed a bronze, bronze bowl. bowl. So I don't know how that would have worked either. Yeah, messed up stuff, man. Wow. We need to bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Do you know what we don't have enough of in 2021? Cooking people alive. Well, I'm sorry. You're telling me that some dude does something horrible to your family or whatever. That's, you know, he shoots your uncle or whatever. Oh, boy. In cold blood. And you're going to be like, yeah, let's just give him, you know, prison where he gets free food and whatever. whatever. Not to get political, but yeah, f- free food and blah, 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 blah for the rest of his days. Nah, just bake him alive in this bowl. <laughs> I mean, that's not where my mind goes, but mm-hmm. my mind is also not inclined to violence. Yeah, it's not violent. It's uh, passive aggression at its best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, how are you going to pull us out of this one, Josh? Uh, so uh, I was supposed to remind you of something, too. Yeah, so uh, I'm supposed to you remind you to that? talk about geese crossing the road. Or... How Greece? How, how, how Greece. Greece crosses the road? Well, it's slow because <laughs> it's like you know a liquid, and it just kind of. But it's a real thick liquid. It's a thick very liquid. viscous. But if y'all stepping it, you slip and fall. Anyway, well, we did text a lot this week. I know. I was like scrolling okay, what back. Is, well, what is radi- radicio? What is radicio? Radicio. Radicio. What's that? I'll get to it. But talk about geese. Well, you talk about your thing first. You texted me first. No. Yeah. You asked about the geese first. Yeah. And so then I said, that doesn't remind mean we have to talk Radicchio. about it in that order. But we're going to. Why? So talk about the Why geese. Why do you get to talk about your thing last? I feel like I've been, like, talking a lot about my stuff. I'm, I'm giving you a chance okay, to fine. save yourself from talking about cooking people alive okay, as a fine, justification fine, for fine, murder. Fine, fine, fine. Justification for no, murder? I'm murder. Saying- as a justification no murder as a justification for cooking people alive save yourself oh that's not a justification if somebody kills somebody in cold blood you're saying it's not justified Mm, i mean i don't know if torturing people is the way how's that torture torture usually means you're trying to get something out of them i'm not trying to get anything out of them if i'm begging them alive Except for life. I'm trying to get life out of them, if you think about it. <laughs> this is going too dark too quickly. Talk about geese. Okay. Uh, it's it's crazy. Our worlds are very different. Um, yeah, our worlds are Because I'm different. just talking about this just in, like, theoretical sense. Because we see, know that there's see, no way people would allow that to come back. But. I know. 
which is my point. And I'm one of those people who would not allow it to come back. Yeah, I know. Then there's enough of because you I'm a non-violent. Me. I'm a non-violent hippie druid. <sighs> Your name is not. I know. Okay. Anyway, what was his name again? I am some of those things. What was his name? Seven? No. Talon. Talon. That's the name. Yeah. Non-violent I hippie just Justin Druid. named his character Tyron and didn't do that on purpose. Yeah. Like, I mentioned it to him. I was like, man, his name and Talon's name are really similar. He's like, oh, yeah, they are. And I was like, yeah, you didn't think of that? <laughs> like, I went completely away from the track with my character's name. Like, I was like, I don't want anybody else to yeah. think of this. Anyway. Okay, so the reason I had you remind me about geese crossing the road mm-hmm. was because I think it's very unique the way geese actually cross the road in real life. Um, cause, so for some people who don't know... Do they know, not fly? I will get there. Okay, are we talking about Canadian geese? I'm talking about geese. Or... As in the stuff that we have a lot of here in our neighborhood. Like, you know, the geese. Like geese. Gooses. Like Canadian geese? I don't know where they're from, Josh. Okay, they're are they American. the ones with like the black heads yes. and the brown fat? Okay, those are Canadian geese. Okay, sure. I all geese are I'm, equal to me. I'm Joshua. asking the difference between the Canadian geese, which like are super herd related, versus like I thought Canadian geese, regular farm geese. Oh, like the white ones? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. I'm asking the difference. You're talking so about the, the wild Canadian, ones that yeah. are called Canadian geese. Ew, I did not know that that that's what they were called. Yeah they're from canada what are they i don't know here? if they're from canada but that's just what they're called interesting because they fly south and you can't get to canada going south <laughs> for the winter i guess and it's always winter in canada never christmas <laughs> You didn't even have water in your mouth. Why did you laugh like that? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. They lived in a place where it was always, always Kansas been... and never Christmas. <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> oh, that was such a good video. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so it's very unique the way that geese, geese cross roads um, because, no, they don't fly. Um when they cross roads, at least not in this specific situation. Um, so in the time of year that it is currently, um, we have a lot of geese around right now and it is, um, hatching season for geese. Um, so, uh, towns, um, not ours specifically, but there is a refuge up near, um, name redacted there that has a bunch there. And so, some parts, yeah. some I've parts seen of a lot, Salem, a lot have, where I go to college, have like goose cross. Yeah, especially where you go to college. Uh, that whole field there next to that next to your school is actually a refuge um, for them. The point is, I'm, I'm googling. I'm trying to Google why are Canadian geese <coughs> called Canadian geese. Oh, okay. Good. And the said the the top two suggested are why are Canadian language hat dot com. The Latin name no. is the same around the world for that bird. Oh. So. I didn't ask you to do anything. The first two suggestions are, why are Canadian geese so mean? And why are Canadian geese <laughs> they so aggressive? Mean. They are mean. Holy crap, they are so mean. Anyway, um, so <clears throat> so it's hatching season right now, so there's a lot of baby geese that are out walking around. Um, however, um, the way geese cross the road, 
mm-hmm. is very interesting because they do it the way I think that most people should cross the road. At least this, it makes the most sense in my mind. So what they do is they have a a um, adult. I don't know if it's the mom or the dad, but the point is they all you always see adults in pairs, mm-hmm. and you have one at the front and you have one at the back. And then in between them are a bunch of these little teenager ducks mm-hmm. looking creatures because they're only about the size of a duck, but they're all like feathery, but they're not like actual feathered, not adult feathers yet. So they're really yeah. fluffy. Um, so obviously they can't fly yet. So they're just walking around and they're just trying to walk to across the road. So I approached this, this road where a handful of goose couples, uh, I want to say there's like three. So about six, so about six geese total with their little kids, um, and they fully stopped four lanes of traffic before crossing the road. How do they clarify? Do that? Because what they do is they send the lead, the lead geese, they send the lead geese out there, and they kind of stand tall and they kind of waddle out like, and they just kind of like test the water. They just walk up to that white line because they know, like that white line is where the cars usually don't cross. Like they are. They're, they've adapted, very intelligent. They've adapted so well to like man-made transportation that they know where to cross, and they know like where they can cross, where they put the signs. Um, mostly, that's not why they're crossing there, but you know that's what people think anyway. So they will wait at that line until the cars are no longer zooming by, even when there's no cars there. They might begin to walk out there, but they still won't fully cross the road. Yeah. So they will wait until the the objects fully stop and are within, you know, 10 feet of them, fully stopped before they proceed. Hmm. Okay, so if we have two lanes of traffic going this way. They fully stop this lane of traffic. Then as they're crossing the first lane of traffic, they are looking at the other side, waiting for the other traffic to stop. So I come up, and I'm the, I'm the second car in line. These geese are maybe halfway through the second lane, they've already stopped the other two lanes of traffic and are starting to proceed through. Now, here's where it gets crucial. They do so well keeping a tight group so they are minimizing traffic inconvenience by not having this long train mm-hmm. because they have they have these big geese behind the little geese that are literally <laughs> crouch walking with their head like poking these things if they're, if they're going too slow. <laughs> like they're literally like... They're literally walking around going uh, uh, down. They're like, it's really hard to describe. Yeah. Um, but they're like shoving. They're like cattle prodding the back people. Yeah, if they if they fall too far behind, they will literally like, they'll like get up in their business, be like, get, move. <laughs> it's funny. Um, so the... Um, it's it's so interesting to watch. That's and, interesting. And they move as a unit. Like I've never we're talking, seen that. We're talking at least twenty ducks looking creatures in total, like kids, mm-hmm. and then maybe six fully grown geese crossed the road all in a concise unit in less than two minutes. And I wasn't there at the start of it. I'm just assuming it's less than two minutes because like it was just like a yeah. And then crossed and then everybody else resumed traffic but i like looked over to see if there was other geese waiting to cross no they all crossed at the exact same time hmm 
so there wasn't multiple crossings of geese. It was just all everybody was like, all right, huh. we're ready to go. Okay. And then they crossed as a unit. It was freaking awesome. I love how weirdly polite that is. Yeah. And then the first two sessions were, <laughs> why are Canadian geese so mean and why are they so aggressive? Because they're near. <laughs> if you go near them, then yeah, yeah. they'll mess you up. But yeah, geese are notoriously so, aggressive. Uh, Canada goose, uh, it's called that because it was often seen flying towards Canada and living there. Interesting. Yeah. That's very not... Original? It's not a good way to name something. Um, Also, I'd like to comment on... You're a Texas goose, aren't you? Because I saw you flying there once and it is you native, lived there for it is, half a semester. It is native to the Arctic and temperate regions of North America, and its migration route occasionally reaches across the Atlantic to Northern Europe. Wow, that's a long flight. Migrating Canada geese in their iconic V formations can fly an astonishing 1,500 miles in 24 hours. Dude... That's dope. Yeah. Again, unit. Mm-hmm. They fly together. Yeah. Birds of a feather, you know? Yeah. They also cross the road the same way, apparently. It was really cool to watch. Um, yeah. It was nice to, like, it kind of, it didn't make my day, but it was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like one of those moments that is like, oh, maybe the world isn't terrible after all. <laughs> yeah, it was almost redemption. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. That's nice. That's nice. So what's Radicchio? 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 Sorry, Radic- there's two C's in there. I don't know what to do with that. I know. I, I'm i hoping that that's what it's... Um. Yeah, so Radicchio... Here's the picture. It's a chicory. It's a kind of like a cabbage. It looks like a cabbage and a... And a, and a radish had a baby it's like purple cabbage but pink and pinkish Magenta. Um, like anyway so radicchio it's it's like a leafy vegetable thing anyway um the reason that i'm and bring this up is because i was listening to a different podcast and they brought up this conundrum and i just I don't necessarily agree with their logic and reasoning for their decision, and I, I'm kind of curious on what we're thinking. So, here's the scene. What's the correct answer? Because I'll think that. <laughs> well. Is there not a correct answer you will, to this question? I, there's not really okay, a correct answer. Right. This is this is a little bit what bordering on, like, an, an ethics question oh, kind I of hate thing. these. Yeah, okay. Um, so... Oh, I have an ethics question then, too, if we're going to go with this route. Yeah, go for it. I was fully prepared to do this. Cool. Um, so, if you are at the store and you are buying radicchio, which is slightly more expensive and a little mm-hmm. bit fancier than, like, a purple cabbage, okay? Then I would not buy it. Like, maybe four or five end, times. End of... Yeah, end of scenario. Scenario. I would not so, buy it. <laughs> so let's say, I don't remember what the cost was. I would but go like, and buy purple cabbage. <laughs> purple cabbage is like 69 cents or something like that. Okay. Okay. Radicchio is like $4. Jeez. Really? I think so. I Yikes. think that's what the prices were. 
That is like, dumb expensive, dude. But I think it's a lot nicer. What do you get? That better have like genetically modifying steroids or I something don't know. in it that anyway, I get super ripped after eating but, it twice. But the, the point is, uh-huh. purple cabbage is significantly cheaper. Yes. Okay? So, you go to the cash register at the store and you purchase no. it. I would go to the self-checkout. Okay, Jacob... <laughs> I'm trying to wrap my brain around this. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm trying to paint a scene here, and then I will tell you when to speak. (laughs) Okay, Uh, fine. The decision has not happened yet. Okay. The cashier... So you're buying radicchio, remember? The cashier scans it in as purple cabbage. Oh. Which is significantly cheaper. Cheaper, yeah. What do you do? Assuming that I know that they scanned scanned it in as yes. purple cabbage. How would I know that, though? Looking at the receipt. After the fact? Kind of, oh, maybe. Okay. Or or if, like, you know, sometimes you can see what they're scanning, like, as they go. Yeah. Like, if you uh-huh. saw that they scanned it as purple cabbage versus radicchio. So, here's what the people that I was listening to were saying. Okay. She did not correct them. Okay. But she wasn't. Smart. But she wasn't doing it like. And and here's her reasoning. It wasn't. Oh, it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Her reasoning was she didn't want to sound like a snob, because radicchio isn't oh. a super well known thing, and so she didn't want to be like, I'm sorry, that's actually radicchio, which is significantly more expensive. Interesting. Because, so like part of it. Like, part of her decision on why she you can left word it, it in a way that doesn't I know. make it sound like... Okay. Look, part of the reason that she she said it was she didn't want to correct the cashier yeah. and call them out. Okay. She also did not want to sound like a snob about more her a, fancy vegetables. This is more of a social experiment than an ethical question. A little then. bit. Okay, cool. I guess. Okay. So, what is and here here's the funny thing is she's like no i didn't correct them and i wouldn't correct them i think that that was that was the correct decision but she did say if they did it again like if she went to the store and they did it again then she would call them on it and the other girl was like well why would you call them on the second it, time the second time and she's like well because like you'd want them to know for the future right but then anyway so but then why wouldn't she say it in the first i know time, then? anyway well, because, which then she kind of waffled on whether or not she'd actually say anything the second time. Then she's like, but what I really don't want in is the people in the vegetable aisle to get in trouble because radicchio keeps disappearing off the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not selling it. Um, oh, that's like, true. Inventory so, would get so just, up. So huh? just what, like, what, what would you do? Because I feel like I would not buy radicchio. I mean, that's the simple solution here. I would buy purple cabbage like a normal freaking human being. Like with that, I can't imagine something called radicchio sound like that. Doesn't sound appealing to me. See, I I think I've had radicchio and it's not bad. I would not eat that. I don't. I don't think it's like my favorite thing in the world. But I, I don't think I mind it. That is. What is your favorite food in the world? Besides Take a wild guess. Pizza. Yes. Oh, I meant like okay, all right, that's like, fine. I mean, yeah, I like pizza too. Pizza, but I mean, hamburgers, and tacos. Pizza doesn't ruin my intestines, so that's why it remains my favorite. If 
if pizza all of a sudden started kicking me in the like intestine area, I'd be like, sorry, pizza, we've had a good run, but I can't do <laughs> no pun intended, but, <laughs> but we're gonna have to go around separate ways because you keep it's, this is a toxic relationship and I can't keep See, doing this. I think that's actually a testament to how much I love pizza is the fact that what pizza does to my body has yeah. not affected my relationship with pizza. No, you're you're an abuse you're you're a classic abusey. <laughs> you you keep you keep saying, Oh no, it's my fault my body reacts this way when actually no, it's just what pizza's doing to you. Josh, you need to wake up. <laughs> no. The, how no. real this actually like this example is is actually sc- kind of scary. <laughs> Like, this is legitimately, this is psychology right here, Josh. Um, <gasps> I don't believe saying? you. No, like, legitimately, that's... No, I do believe oh, okay. you, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to change. You I should. love pizza too you much. Should. Nope. Nope. If pizza loved you, would he do that to you? <laughs> Maybe pizza can't help it. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. Pizza's daddy did the same thing to him, and so oh, he's no. just this is a no. part of the cycle, so... It's not your fault. It's not your fault, Josh. It's entire pizza is doing this to you. Okay. <laughs> you are strong. You can. <laughs> yeah, can, I can get through you this. Can do you can do life without pizza. I. He is not. I don't. He think is not I can. what defines you, Joshua. Pizza is not what defines you. I think. Are you sure? <laughs> yes, I am a hundred percent sure. But like. Pizza is the food no. that I get no. all the time. I know. For all the events that you I throw. You do something else. All the things that I do. Get something else. Do something else. You would also be good freaking... Going to a doctor? Yeah. That would actually be a good one. That would be a good thing to do. Um, I think I'll just keep my toxic relationship thing. But do you see how just mind-numbingly dumb that decision is? What to eat putting pizza? it in that putting it no putting it in this lens does this not help you see the truth behind that logic like it doesn't make sense I think it it helps me to see that it truly is an abusive relationship yep. mm-hmm. but that I think because it truly is an abusive relationship you're not ready to I'm okay. not ready to right. admit that well, so okay I'm really sorry so as my you know so then I get I guess I get to play my role and be like well I can't help you with this sorry. And I get to walk away wishing that I could talk sense into you. But ultimately, it is your decision. Do you think I shouldn't eat pizza anymore? I'm thinking you should do a lot of things differently in your life, Josh. (laughs) Um, Okay. Most of it revolves around food and what it does to you and the pursuit of just general comfortability in your body. But, you know. That's one person's opinion. Um, I feel like this is a conversation that we will have more of at a no, different no, time. No, 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 no. I'm done. That's all I'm going to say. I'm done. Anyway. Moving on. I'm still trying to finish this text message. I can't figure out where I'm going with this. Anyway. So, like, what would you do? Because, like, to me, I feel like you could you could correct, well, one... That we we are saying we are buying radicchio. Like that's that's not changing. Ugh. But 
okay, well, if I had to buy Radicchio, then yeah, I would want, because I am a snob deep down, I would want to pay that $4. So I would let that person know. I'm like, look, it's Radicchio. Um, not, not trying to be that guy or whatever, but like, I don't know if, if there's some sort of code you have to punch in for Radicchio, but I want to make sure like I'm paying what, you know, I'm, you know, getting out of the store. I don't want to shortcut you guys. So if you wouldn't mind, if, I don't know if it's too technical or whatever. I just looked at my receipt and I noticed there were those, uh, like, a little yeah. bit of thing there. Do I just like give you, do you want me to just speak to a manager or something I could talk to you about? The, it, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's just a simple thing. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault. I'm just saying, yeah, you know, see, if I had no see. social anxiety, that's how I would approach that. <laughs> However, I do have social anxiety. So my real answer is I would walk away and never buy Radicchio again. <laughs> that's uh, that's actually the best answer I've ever heard Yeah. for this. Like, I could ideally handle it the way I first said it. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally, like, that's how that's, I would handle it. Yes. In an ideal world, that is how I would but handle it. But knowing me, I would never look at my receipt. So one, I would probably never catch the issue. But in this situation, I did look at the receipt and catch it in that moment. But <clears throat> I think my natural response would be like, well... I'm never buying Radicchio again, and I'll just buy the thing that they obviously know how to ring up or whatever. Yeah. And and continue on with my day. Interesting. I guess. That's my honest answer. Yeah. No, and I, I can relate to that a lot. Like, I think in an ideal world, I would be like, no, this isn't... Like, I would I would very politely correct them. As a FYI, kind of in an FYI kind of way, but I I truly do think my social anxiety would take the wheel, and I would move. Uh. <laughs> anxiety take the wheel. <laughs> oh gosh! Speaking of song remixes, <laughs> yeah. So. I think I think genuinely Ooh, so that's that's actually the best way to put it is anxiety would would take over. Yeah, absolutely. Autopilot would kick absolutely. in. Absolutely. Yeah. You're you're asking an introvert what they would do in a yeah. social but do you situation. Think, do you think just letting that. it slide like letting how it slide this? is not a is not a How about this? a moral I don't think that's a moral decision. You don't decision. have any moral obligation to I don't think that's a moral decision. Make a correction. You know what's a moral decision? I'll I'll get to that here in a minute. Oh boy. Now what I would do to change that uh, situation to make it be a moral situation, instead of you discovering it, you're there with your friend, your friend notices it on the receipt and then tells you. Then that is a moral decision because now you've been challenged and called out by somebody, your peer. And so now what do you do in that situation now that your friend is seeing like seeing this issue and like what are you going to do about it? Like you obviously didn't pay for what you have. Mm-hmm. Like, I think my the same thing would still stand. I think my anxiety would take over, but I think ideally okay. I would. Let's make say it's it not your friend. Politely. Let's say let's say it's not like okay. So it's it's not me. It's not me, right? Let's say that it is your mom or some crap is like notices it. What would you do then? I would. I mean, if it was my mom, I would uh -huh. tell her to make the correction. <laughs> fair that's a fair i would i would fully throw her under the bus that's a fair thing sure like not not anything against my that's mom but answer. like like because and and the reason here's my reasoning for that yeah yeah yeah. i am i'm i am an adult yeah but out of the two of us she is the more adult the superior adult adult I interesting guess. 
And so that's a weird... So it's her responsibility to do it. Yeah. Like that's that's how my brain works. Oh, is that's is weird. There's, like is there's weird. a very uh in my in my mind Oh my gosh. I'm having a self-discovery moment. Mm-hmm. I think age is fully tied to authority. Mm-hmm. And so if you are older, you should be more responsible. That's a good word. Should. Mm-hmm. Keep you, going. You should. I know. And here, and I'm going to get to uh-huh. a major point here. You should be more responsible and you should be willing to, like, be the person in charge or the superior in situations like that. Okay. However. Okay. Mm-hmm. As I am now an adult, that was that's kind of an older mentality. Mm-hmm. Because now that I am an adult and I understand what being an adult means, I understand that most people are not responsible or mature. Mm-hmm. And also, age does not equal wisdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, so, like, I think, like, my mind, by default, would be like, okay mom you noticed that you should say something yeah and i think that's also partially coming from as an, an anxiety like a social sure. anxiety part. is that like Absolutely. oh you are technically older and more mature that's your problem yeah i don't have to deal with yeah. this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um that makes sense but okay no a moral dilemma is at least in how i've heard like i've taken ethics class yeah this is I took an ethics class twice because I didn't quite pass the first time. Ooh. I know I missed it by like five points or whatever. And it was only because I missed like one major assignment mm-hmm. because I left it at my house Ooh. the day it was due. And I, I was kicking that. myself. So this hard. last semester in the same class, there were two different assignments. They were not worth very many points. Fortunately, uh-huh. I didn't. There was one of them. I did it. And then forgot to turn it in online. Mm. And the due date ran by and there was no late work accepted. And then the other one, I almost, I like, was somewhere else. I went home. This is before we had good internet. Mm -hmm. And the internet was not slow, but completely out. And it was due at six o'clock in the morning. And it was currently like one o'clock in the morning. And I was like, well, I'm going to go to sleep and this is not getting done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I did get like an A or a B the second time I took it. That's good. Which was nice because nothing changed, so I knew basically all the answers. And then the stuff I did have questions about, I actually had enough confidence because I knew the teacher well enough that I could actually ask questions. So for me, it was all about comfortability, I think. Hmm. And that was one of the things that supervisor said. He's like, because he actually met with me when I like technically failed the class. He's like, so what so like why why do you think that you like didn't didn't do well or something like that like he just he just wanted to know for his own sake because yeah. he was teaching the class so he was like so like what what was hard about it what what made it harder to pass because you did amazing with all your other classes so why was this one the one that yeah it's also like ethics that's when you're gonna fail like really dude <laughs> there was a little bit of that yeah. but it, he but he was kind of like just ribbing me a little bit but he just was like he just generally wanted to know and so i told him i was like well i don't think i took very good notes and it was honestly it was the last class of the day so i was already kind of burnt out by then he's like okay and he actually moved it up in the time slot to right after lunch hmm. um the second time i took it so 
I'm not saying that's because of what I said, but yeah, he it's just something that changed. But it might too, have helped, and it, and and it probably did help um, with that. Anyway, um, so what? <laughs> so from that class, uh, one of the moral things that we would do is we would do super. And I'm not good at answering moral questions because I don't like making decisions with hard lined mm-hmm. boxes that you have to do There's this always a third or option. this. There's, There's always, always a, third a third option, option in life. There's always a third option. You just have to look for it. You have to be creative. So um, this is what I heard on uh, YouTube not too long ago. Um, the moral dilemma is you're on a runaway train right it's like that uh, board game uh the trolley problem yeah the trolley type thing um but it, this it's not that board game but it's like that type of scenario uh you're on a ru- runaway train you're the train conductor you can't the brakes have given out you can't stop the train but you can divert the train to one of two tracks mm-hmm. um on the first track that you are on there is a family of five who will all die if the train you know, continues down the track. Mm-hmm. There, the track two has one person on it who is sleeping on the tracks. Okay. Do you divert the train or not? Hopefully I worded that. The same yeah, way. I know. It's I the trolley it. problem. Yeah. Um, I hate the trolley problem because yeah. it's it's so in my opinion it's the only true way to do a moral dilemma because you've elim- you've almost completely eliminated third options. Mhm. Yeah. There's actually no third options. Yeah. Because you've already said that you your brakes have given out. There is no brake mm-hmm. on the train. You can literally only change the track that the train goes down. And I will say you have 10 seconds to decide. Like, starting now. Starting. This is all extra time you get. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, okay, 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 okay. Time. I'm diverting. No, you already ran into the family. Oh, I had to say I was going to divert. I'm saying it's real life. Seconds. I was saying real life, okay. man. I mean... You're going to... But you would divert it? I would divert it. Okay. I think. Interesting. That's good to know. That's cool. Give me your reasons. Why would you divert it? Um, I think... Well, I mean, like, in my mind, a life is very valuable. And Mm -hmm. so, for me, my decision is based on how can you... Uh, what I'm trying to think what I'm saying, uh, how, how can you lessen the amount of lives taken? Mm-hmm. So if like, it's lesser if, of it's, two evils, yeah. if it's five versus one, it's sheer numbers, like, yes, I do have to choose to take out this one person. Yeah. But I'm saving five people mm-hmm. for the price of one. That's a bargain. Yeah. Which, which like. And and that doesn't say that I don't think that, that that one life is important or anything like that. But I think one versus five, in my mind, the one is less than five. Yeah, and that's that's a traditional moral compass. The greater the greater good. You, you, what the priority of life is? You saved 
you know, five people at the cost of one person. Like that is that is basically what people make decisions on in times of like war and whatnot. Like it, when it comes down to it, it's sacrificing a, a life count. Like, yeah. What is the lesser, you know, death toll? Is it is it gonna be, you know? How many lives are we going to throw at this problem uh, to save this many lives? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, all that stuff. Um, but it's interesting because my, my reasoning is completely what is different. My, my reasoning is completely different. Is it, do you make the same decision just with different reasoning? I do. Or? Yeah. yeah. I, I, would, I would divert the train. Um, but my reasoning is, see, this is why I'm not good with moral Oh no. <laughs> uh questions is yes, that is a perfectly valid thing and I totally understand and I totally agree with that. That is a, that is a correct way to approach that situation. That's probably how I would approach it in real life. Mm-hmm. But in this scenario, I approach it as a problem to be solved in the riddle and the way it's been presented in general. This is the way I find my third way. I'm not simply diverting the train. What I would be doing in my how I would beat this cuz Focusing on the way that was worded, it is runaway train, no brakes. If you continue down your track, all five of the people on that track will die. That's Mm -hmm. an absolute. So that means that there's nothing I can do to change that unless I go down track number two. The only parameters to track number two are that there is one male or one person sleeping Mm -hmm. on the track. That is it. It did not say that if you will go down that track, you will kill it. And I tried to word it exactly how I heard it on the thing. Yeah. Um, which I'm pretty sure was how I said it. Um, doesn't yeah. say doesn't say that he will die if you go down that track. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would divert the train down that second track. I would start honking, like blowing the blowing the air horns, trying to wake that person up. Hopefully the rumble in and of itself would be enough. Yeah. Um, but if not, I would do everything in my power to try to wake that person up, try to get them off the track. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is truly the only chance of everybody surviving is to try to get that person to wake up and move. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, is how I approached that answer not from a moral standpoint but just from a like this is a problem i want to solve it mm-hmm. so what are the loopholes that i can work with here yeah. also trying to break the hard rules that these questions try to set up i try to go yeah but this one isn't quite actually absolute and in real life you know that's how i approach yeah. these situations that's how i approach these questions not the situation in real life because i've now i hope to god i never get put into that situation because that would suck never going to become a train conductor and i would hope that mm-hmm. in that situation i would have the clarity of mind to be like lesser of two evils go into a straight moral decision don't hesitate because yeah 10 seconds went by pretty fast in that situation right and you're just standing there going like ah but that's 10 seconds you've moved 150 feet in 10 seconds on a train like you if not more that's a low ball yeah but the point is so I've seen I've seen two YouTube videos. This guy had his kids do. Um, I think the videos were done two years apart because they were both when the kids were four or something like that. They had that like he asked them what their solution to the trolley problem was. Mm-hmm. And the first one was was his son, who at age four. So he has like he has like physical train track like you know like toy trains track set up with like fake or like little people. Um, cause I think it was four and one, I think in this situation and 
this was the guy's solution. <laughs> he picks up the single person on the track, moves him to the other track, mm-hmm. and then kills all five of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just, just fully move that person so they're all five people in a line, and, and then, then just ran the train off. through them. <laughs> Here's the funny thing: his sister, yeah, two years later. Does the same thing, takes the one person, puts them over here, and then goes down this track. Yeah. <laughs> the empty track. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> and one of, the, one of the YouTube comments on the second one was, okay, third child, exactly half of the people die. <laughs> <laughs> moves moves an equal number over to this other track, and then just runs on either track. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the clever way is if you didn't state that, um, like, if you were just be like, oh, five people are on this track, one person's on this track, um, and, like, yada, 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 you don't put any background into it, what I would do, how I would answer that question, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to move this person to this track, run over all of them, because they're all mass murderers. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, justify killing yeah. them off so, as big as so the here's, greater So here's good. the other thing, because I've heard this, I've heard this conundrum. Uh-huh. So you had, there's a runaway wagon, okay? Wagon. Yeah. Horse you, drawn wagon? Uh, sure. I don't know. I, let's assume you're a on station a station wagon? What assume, do you mean? Like a runaway car? A hill, there's a okay. cart of apples. Okay. And it's headed towards two people. Okay. I don't remember what the context of this is. The main point <laughs> is the only, wagon. like, you have the option to stop it, <laughs> but the only way to stop it is to push a very large person in front of it. Okay. Which would definitely kill them. Oh, would it definitely kill them? Yes. Oh. But if you okay. don't, it will definitely kill these two people at the bottom of the hill. I'm confused. How does a cart of apples kill somebody? If it hits them at the right speed. But if I push him in front of the cart early enough, it wouldn't have that much speed, would it? Don't, you know what I mean? Because yeah, look, if I'm truly Do, supposed to stop something, don't try something, to logic this. This is actually no. This is I how I ask, this is how I this is how I answer these questions. I Josh, want you to make the moral decision. No, would you sacrifice? Decision? Okay, the the real the bulk of it is: Would you sacrifice one person to save two people? Who are the other two people? Innocent people. Well, I would yell at them, and be like, "Hey, there's a wagon." <laughs> move <laughs> no i wouldn't even say that i'd just be like there's a wagon like if you can't think to yourself oh, i should probably move natural selection is going to take over at that point i think uh and be like nah these two we're going to just take them early it's fine you know what i mean i'm not going to push some because okay because to me that is straight murder right there i'm not going to put i'm not yeah, just gonna no. push someone else to die if if somebody's gonna jump from the the freaking cart it's either gonna be myself or hitler like i'm gonna push hitler in front of the cart sure but not some poor person at denny's and and just be like oh you done with that pie here and throw them in front of apples because that's just not good i mean a cart of apple whatever the situation is uh i don't know i have a problem with that um, cause yeah, if I can truly see that there is a third option, a third option, which might, ow, that was very loud. That was loud in my ears and my ears were not attached to the microphone. Um, so I guess that would be my thing because if like, if I know, if I can predict something is going to happen, 
odds are I can get to it before it becomes deadly, right? Like, that's just logic in general. That's just like, that's just how the world works, right? Mm -hmm. So if the Apple thing has to start at the top of this hill, I start to notice it creeping forward here. I'm seeing this over here. So then am I so far away that I can't get to that and push that at least, even if I were to push it a foot off track up here, that's going to be 30 feet in the other direction by the time it reaches them. You're telling me I, with whatever yeah. phys physique I have, cannot just ram my body into the side of this cart to push it off a fraction of an inch up at the top of this hill which then trajectory and angles say that that turns into a 30-foot gap at the bottom of the hill mm -hmm. between that person and the other person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It doesn't take much to divert a, to like can't a, a object off track Yeah, is what I'm saying. So why am I throwing somebody in front of the cart? That seems like the worst I, way I know, to stop a cart. Which is why I really hate these moral things because oftentimes... If anything... They, the trolley problem is the only one that I've heard that they don't... That the there really isn't a, th a really great third, third option, option yeah because of the context but most of the other ones because because there that was one of the ones that i heard was like you could stop it and save the five people or whatever but you have to push someone else in front of it yeah. which also doesn't which doesn't take into context you could jump in front of it yourself or do something mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. move the mm -hmm. cart or you know that kind of thing and so they really don't come up with the context for that which is also why i really hate that like nazi germany mm -hmm. do you kill the baby i not? hated that i steven, did not answer that steven was in an ethic and in, in an ethics class or something it's a like very that. common one and he it? said he was the only person in his class that didn't kill the baby <laughs> yeah here's my problem with it um here's another here's another uh ethics or a moral question that we had at the class is um, you are on a jury for a, um, uh, what is it? It's a DUI case. No, 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 no. You're not on jury. Hang on. Oh, wait. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're on jury for a, um, a DUI case in which a, uh, 16-year-old girl, uh, got, this the first time out at a party. She got drunk. And while driving home, she um, crashed her vehicle and killed another person in the other vehicle, essentially. Mm -hmm. And she's on trial. Do you sentence her to the death penalty? Because in the, in this scenario, you're in a state that will allow that to happen. Yeah. Or do you sentence her to life? And everybody was like, no, we don't want that to happen. Um, and then in the... Sentence her to life as in like just life in prison? prison. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, then the next question was, okay, same scenario, except it is a 40-year-old male with, this is his third offense as a DUI and has killed the person, whatever. And a number of people switched their answers to the death penalty, which I had a problem with because I'm like, one, now we're not just talking about moral morals in general. Now we're talking about justice and what defines justice. Mm -hmm. Because if you truly want fair justice, how come you're going to sentence one girl to life in prison 
at that point, why would you not just kill her? Like, because she's she, she's just going to see the inside of a prison cell for the rest of her life. But when it's this 40-year-old guy who's done it before and, like, he, you know, whatever, whatever. How come the how come your your answer changed? Yeah. Like, what, what honestly did this guy do that is so different that I mean, is like, actually the different only, the only thing that i can that i can see different between the two situations is he's done this before before that's that is literally all that there is now notice i did not specify when his other offenses were yeah which is why i really can't i couldn't justify the death penalty for either one i know but in this situation i was like whatever because you wouldn't justify that like the death penalty yeah. is not a thing now but people switch their answers exactly now there was another one that we did that was similar to this Is one it where it was like the person who was killed was a family friend or something. Yeah, like that. there was one that it was, it was, uh, it, it was something like, do you do you say? Yeah, I can't remember how it was worded, but basically the bottom line was it was your mother that was killed, and you have the chance to convict him to the highest degree, which would be the death penalty. Do you do that? essentially was was the moral judgment and i was just like i i said no because i'm sorry that is not that's because just because that happened to be to me why would i want the justice system to bend the rules to the extreme for on one, my case because you can't justify it for any other case exactly why would you, why would why you, would you justify it for that exactly like that's yes, what i would said be... Like, there's a difference between like yes you're going to be more emotionally attached to yeah. that kind of thing and yeah. it's going to be more upsetting but it doesn't yeah. justify exactly in a more extreme situation because it's you. Exactly. Because everyone has, like, there's always going to be someone who would want that to be done yeah. for any kind of context. A shocking number of people said that they would want, they, they, they would want the death penalty for that guy. And I, I also came up with, I also said this when supervisor says, well, why didn't you? Why wouldn't you want that? And I said, well, because I don't think my mom would want that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would hope that my mother would be like, oh, if the guy, person who killed me, I want them to die too. I want them to get killed. Yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I can honestly not picture my mom saying that. No. So why which, why would she which want... Which is also like... She wouldn't if want a special... I, like, yeah. If I... Which is one of the things. If I died in some weird situation like that, like early, or it was the fault of someone else... Like, I would want them to, like, be forgiven and move you know on what, with their life. You know what I would want to do if if that were if that happened to me, I would write into my will some sort of clause. Um, if somebody kills me, whether it be by on purpose or accident, they get all of my personal, um, property, like all my personal like effects, like. My clothes, my uh, hmm. small, like like my freaking PS4, like that type of stuff. Not like my house or anything like that, but like everything, anything I would use on a day to day basis, they would get. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just picturing how how like trippy would that be for that person to be like, I killed this person in an in a car accident or whatever. Why why am I getting all their stuff like? It's a little like psychological trauma, but also yeah. be, basically being like, okay, like, uh, I don't know. I just think it'd be fun. I, that way I could be like looking back at the situation, you know, me being dead and being like, 
yeah, that was interesting. Like, it'd be like a social experiment for me, I guess. Yeah. Like, how would somebody take that? But you wouldn't be able to see it play out, I know. unfortunately. Yeah. So whoever lives on will be, like, able to document it because science is all about sacrifice, so, Josh. So, here, I'm... So you need to convince me to make that my will, and then you need to convince someone to kill me and then see how that plays out. Josh, I'll kill you and <laughs> take all your stuff. <laughs> see how it psychologically affects you. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I think it'd be interesting because no, that that is very interesting. Depending on the situation, what if that's exactly what that guy needed? Like, what if he's at the he's hit rock bottom? He doesn't, you know, whatever. Well, that's, that's my thing about like, because you've heard you hear like the inspirational stories about like someone did something on accident and like turned into yeah. and like the family like forgave them and that meant the world to them because yeah. it wasn't expected and it wasn't normal and that kind of thing and that's. Like, if I died in some accidental way, that's how I, I would want to be, like, to go out. I wouldn't want to have that, partially because I know how much of a burden that would be for me if I was mm, them. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want them to, I mean, like, there's something, something you've said for, no amount of forgiveness will, like, erase that from your mind or no. your memory, but, like... To know that they're forgiven and it's forgiven. okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was wrong or yeah, it really sucked or, you yeah, know, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, that happened, but now don't let it weigh you down. Yeah. Don't let that define your future. That's in your past. And like, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't want that to be the end. Of, not, not literally necessarily. Like, I wouldn't want that to be the end of someone's life. Like, I wouldn't mm -hmm. want them to have to go to, go to jail for, for the rest of, life, the rest yeah. of their life. Because that's not a life, yeah, <laughs> really. No, no. Um, and so and so I like that kind of thing is where. Yeah. That's interesting. But also like that justification, like, like, I don't think that that's what that person would want. Like if yeah, it was a supervisor like, said he'd never heard that argument before, and he was like really intrigued by it. He was like, oh, I never really thought about that before. That's well, cool. I think I which like. I, I later came home and told my mom, I was like, oh, just so you know, I hope you don't want the person who kills you in an accident to, like, have to be put in jail because I wouldn't let that happen. <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> like, um... Or not put in jail, put the death, I, I I'm not, not making any assumptions, but I think that yeah. that's a, a very forgiving Christian mentality right. type of thing. Which Probably. is, which is I think, Maybe. not necessarily common... Maybe that's probably in a lot why. Of, I don't in a know. lot of situations, I think, I think, but again, and I'm not saying that that's like, if you're a Christian, that's how you're going to be. And that doesn't mean that yeah. you have to be a Christian to have to a mentality. Decision, but I yeah. think, I think if you are a Christian, you naturally, or you are inclined and have been working towards a certain mentality. And I think that fits very well yeah, into to that model. Mentality. Yeah. You're modeling into Christ that, at that point. Model, modeling. Yeah. If you, if you are really trying to model Christ, I think that really fits in with that mentality. Um, yeah. Whereas it doesn't always fit in with other worldviews or mm -hmm. religions and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Cause I guess the whole, the whole thing that I think would be interesting is just like, yeah what if what if this person needed to be shown an act of kindness in order to like move on in his life mm -hmm. to improve their life and w the fact that what if that act of kindness comes from 
the person he killed in a car accident gifting him like his clothes his watch it could literally be that simple like his his pocket watch for whatever reason that small act whatever it is it clicks with this person Mm -hmm. and they're like the fact that beyond life itself this person was able to make this gesture i don't know i just think that'd be really cool well i mean like i i know a movie about (laughs) they do I know, like, I know the psychological trauma that I would go through. Oh, gosh. Because, because I'm, uh, mentally (laughs) unwell sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been working Mm -hmm. on that very hard, but I think, I think if I was in that situation, I think I would go to a very dark place. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm inclined to. Like, I'm just naturally inclined to do that. And I think that that would be, it would be such an extreme, um situation that i think it would push that into that very dark place and so like if you if you apply that to other people and you go okay i would want them to be able to get out of that yeah like for me because like i mean and i think that's also just how i've lived or how i not as how i've always lived but how i kind of want to live my life is like i want to work in film and that kind of thing for entertainment purposes but also for like good messages and that kind of thing and the baseline is if someone can forget their every their everyday problems and enjoy something for like a movie for two hours Mm -hmm. then i succeeded um and and so i think going out in that kind of way uh where you are making a gesture to help someone get out of a very dark place i think would fit very well with my personal beliefs but anyway on that kind of dark note but also kind of is it a dark note i don't think it's a dark note Uh, we were darker in other places so it's not that dark yeah so this is a very interesting episode it's a pretty long one too yeah Sorry. Anyway, I think we should stop talking. Yeah.